YouTube.com slash Mayhew Mayhem. That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts, Scott. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg. And James. Uh, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on YouTube, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. And make sure to rate us five stars. Also, you can help us forward to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. As I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. This episode is a continuation of episode 57, so you may want to go back and check that out if you already haven't done so, because we're about to pick up from where we left off. Well, with uh, the uh, recreational use of marijuana, you have to be at least 21 to buy it, which is the same age that it is with alcohol. And the effects that marijuana has on your body versus the uh, and your mind versus the effects that alcohol has on your body and your mind. I feel like your reasoning behind your viewpoint of the maturity level that you're just contradicting yourself. And I'm not attacking you, so don't take it that way. But if you if you look at what you're saying here, because I think all of us can agree that uh, alcohol is way worse for you than what marijuana is. Can we agree to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yes. mean, as much as I love alcohol, yeah, it totally is. Would you Would you also agree with that, Scott? That alcohol is worse for you? Yeah. Or? Okay. So at 21 years old, if you feel like you're mature enough to consume alcohol, then I don't understand how you feel that at 21 years old you're not mature enough to smoke weed. It feels like a contradiction because, like we, we've all said here, and my main point on, on Episode 7 is that uh, the effects that alcohol has on you, you know, fighting and stuff like that, weed doesn't doesn't do that. So, I mean, I agree with that. With weed, you should have to be at least 21 uh, for recreational use to to be able to buy it. I agree with that because you're a hell of a lot more more mature at 21 than what you are at 18. But if you were just going off of like the maturity level on the two ver- versus each other, then to bring it back to the beginning, then hell fucking yeah, goddamn legal drinking age should be raised to 25 if we're comparing the two and marijuana be at uh, 21 based on the effects that they have on people when they consume said product. You get what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make any sense? I agree. No, yeah, that that definitely does make sense. So that's why I feel like I don't, under, like, again, I'm not attacking you. I just don't understand, like, how with marijuana you can be like, nope, because maturity level, but alcohol, totally fine. <laughs> you know, that that's that's where that's where it gets me because... I if if either one of the two should be illegal in my opinion it should be alcohol because mm-hmm. like you know like the amount of violence surrounding alcohol when it was illegal back prohibition time period and when it's legal now I feel like the level of violence evolving around them if you take the cartel out of the picture I'm just talking about users specifically the level of violence evolving around alcohol is so much higher than the level of violence evolving around uh, marijuana. Again, just talking about the users, not the 
you know, like the mafia during Prohibition and the, the, the cartels and shit now with marijuana and whatnot. That makes, uh, that makes, uh, um, makes you, re- <laughs> makes you rethink what you, what you were saying. Well, yeah, in a way, um, that makes total sense. What I'm trying to say is that, uh, for both alcohol and marijuana, you should be responsible for both. Consuming for both, of both of things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100% same page there. Yes, that's. So I, I guess I got a little confused or something with, with um, my reasoning behind alcohol and the use of uh, marijuana. It, it's, just, um, it's just a matter. Basically, it's just a matter of just not being a fucking dumbass. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a dumbass and you're out drinking, you know, irresponsible, bad shit's going to happen. You know, if you're a dumbass and you're out smoking pot, chances are something bad may happen. I, I say may, not probably. But, you know, like, if you're even, you know, responsible... Then you know your chances are with marijuana you're gonna be fine with alcohol. It's still the chance that you might fight somebody, especially speaking of especially tequila. Jesus Christ! Or uh, alcohol poisoning. I haven't I heard of anybody overdosing on weed. So yeah, I don't think that's possible. Although there are pe- uh, there are people that get like they they smoke so much they get what uh what they call like the paranoid high. Do you know the parent the the quote unquote paranoid high that I'm talking about, James? Yes. <laughs> He's like yes. <laughs> Well, that's never happened to me, but I, I, the closest thing I, I, I've gotten the uh, "oh shit, why is my heart racing?" Uh, yeah, that's that's like the beginning part of like the paranoid high, yes. and then then once if you overthink it or if you if you smoke more, that's when you get into like the paranoid. Oh my fucking god, I'm gonna die! My heart won't quit beating as fast as what it's beating. It doesn't need to be beating as fast. And then you're freaking the fuck breathe. out. Yeah, and then you start hyperven- attack, hyperventilating, start having a panic attack and shit. Yeah. That does happen, but uh, there's a pretty hot chance a panic attack's not going to kill you. Now, with what we're about to talk about next, this should never be mixed with alcohol because I'm pretty sure that uh, you'd probably... It'll kill you. Yeah, it'll probably kill you. The next one is, would you ever use Viagra? Or, you know, try it out. Would you ever, would you ever give it a go? Or would you be concerned that your dick would be so rock hard that it may cause your skin zipper to just be ripped open. I'm just going to ignore it from now on. (laughs) (laughs) See, since you Uh, brought it up, he had to keep doing it. I just like fucking with Greg. I think it's kind of a thing that if you're a dude, you're going to try it at least once in your lifetime just to see what it's like. And... You know, I mean, I probably would just to see what it was like. I mean, I wouldn't need it, but I mean, at the same time, you know, just see what how the hell this works. See uh, how long it could uh, I could get it to last without, you know, having to go to a doctor and get a shot right in my shaft. You know, I mean, because that's the thing I Jesus really Christ, what I have Greg. to do. Well, no, because that's that's what would happen if it stays that's... up. From what I no, just how you said it, just 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 how you said it. From from what I've heard, what they do is they actually um, draw the blood out of your uh, your dong. Oh, I wonder how much. I don't think I want to know, (laughs) but it's just like. I mean, I don't know. That's what I've heard. I don't. Do they put it back into you, or what? What? They just like real like they're just like don't move, and then they just real gently stick it into your pee hole and then just in, in, inject it to where it just takes it in that way 
Yeah, so it's something that is incredibly unpleasant. <laughs> no, so I'm, I mean, just, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Um, but I have heard that they actually no. withdraw the blood from your uh, mm. your dong. Dinkling. That makes sense. I heard that they had to like stick like a blood thinner or something, and they had to inject it like literally into your cock or something like that. And uh, I that's feel like how, that's more uh, possible, more plausible than actually withdrawing the blood if they hit you with a blood yeah, thinner. They had to. Injected into your cock, your uh, your rooster there. Ha ha. Ha ha. That's <laughs> funny. An original. That's totally never been done before. You are a comedian that. amongst comedians. Anyway, no, like I mean, I like I said, every guy has has or is planning on trying it at least once in their life. That's to see what it's like. I mean, because, I mean, you don't know what it's like. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I wonder how this feels. So you just you just try it out just to see what it's like. And I don't think there's any, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, so, I mean, you know, just guess that's all I really have to say about it is that, like, yeah, I think I would eventually try Viagra out well, and I'll sometime. Want- one of the things that it uh, promises or whatever on, like, the commercials and stuff, it's not just talking about uh, ED, erectile dysfunction. It's not just talking about that. I've actually uh, went through, like, a temporarily, like, uh, ED-type situation, and uh, that's uh, super fucking embarrassing. But it was uh, because I was the overwhelming amount of stress that I was going through at the point in time in my life that my D just did not want to work because of that. Um, I actually heard that some antidepressants can uh, make it hard for you to uh, get it up and perform in the bedroom. I, I've heard that too, but it, like I, I wouldn't. And I'm I worried because I take <laughs> antidepressants. <laughs> You're like, if this stops working, I will stop taking these pills. I swear to God, this is m- <laughs> my dick working is so much more important than my depression. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, maybe Pat the I'm depressed is because I'm not getting laid. <laughs> The reason so, you why know, you you fix you fix that problem and then the rest just takes care of itself. Uh uh, <laughs> here it comes. But uh, so what we're talking about right now is Greg choosing between his antidepressants and his dick working. <laughs> so Greg, do you feel <laughs> do you feel like if it came down to it, like say the the medication that you're on the the antidepressants, if they like made your dick stop working properly to where you couldn't achieve an erection, would what what would you do in that scenario? Like, do you do you tell your doctor like, look, uh, like I can't even I can't even get it up anymore? Yeah. Like, or do yeah, you... I totally go to my uh, to my uh, ther- uh, my psychiatrist or whatever, and I'd be like, okay, look, these pills are making it really hard for me to get. Hard. Hard. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's kind of embarrassing, and uh, I would... Because, I mean, there are other antidepressants that you could go on that, like, don't have those side effects. So, basically, you go to your psychiatrist and ask them, is there any way I could be switched to another medication that doesn't have these side effects or whatever? Or to uh, the dosage to be changed to where your D will start working again and yeah. the, the medication still has its effect. Now, you were saying pretty much everyone that has a penis is is curious about what Viagra will do. And as I was saying about Viagra, is it, one of the things that not only does it talk about like you know getting rid of ED, but it also talks about making you last longer. Now, mm-hmm. this is where I'm like, all right, that's what I need. Because I'm like a, maybe a 30 seconds flat type of person. 
And um, sometimes I'm that like... Dave Chappelle skit, skit, uh, I mean, that Dave Chappelle routine really hits home with you, doesn't it? I don't even remember what you're talking about, but... The one where he's like, his wife was uh, uh, bitching about the fact that he uh, he comes too quickly, and he says, uh, Bitch, I'm a speed fucker! It's like, a, it's like an Olympic sport for me! <laughs> Kobe! Um, for, for me, it's more of like, uh, my dick is pretty small. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, I, we, I, we've I, established I, that like umpteen million times on this show already. I mean, we don't think Viagra makes it bigger, though. So. <laughs> Viagra? I don't even know what the <laughs> whatever, fuck that is. Whatever. Viagra. I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> Viagra. Jesus yeah, Viagra. Does feel like I'm talking to people in Florida. Now, you done there talk about that, 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 that Viagra? You ever done there try that? I heard that when you take too much of it, it makes <laughs> your dick feel like it's splitting open on the top, like that goddamn movie Alien, when that oh. shit pops out of her chest, it's like your dick's splitting like an overcooked fucking hot dog. Oh. What um, the fuck? <laughs> now, I don't even want to know. What the fuck? Go on. That, uh, that, uh, there's, okay, I'll, I'll tell where that's actually from. There's this guy I used to work with, and, uh, he asked us if we ever tried Viagra. He's probably about 20 years older than us. And, and we were like, no, we've never tried it. He's like, well, he said, my wife and I decided to try it. He's like, I'm not saying I had trouble getting it up because I didn't. I just wanted to know uh, what it would be like. And I was like, mm-hmm, I'm getting old. Can't even, your prostate's all fucked up. You can't even get your dick up. And he's like, shut the fuck up. And I started laughing. I'm like, all right, well, what's this about? He said, so I took one, right? He's like, nothing happened. And I was like, well, Viagra doesn't just, you when you take it, it doesn't just make your dick hard. Like, you have to become aroused for it to right. get hard. You do know that. And he was like, yeah, right. I know that now. I didn't know that then. And uh, oh. so I took a second one. And then he's like, and then I was able to, uh, you know, get aroused. And then my fucking dick was so hard, it felt like it was literally splitting like an o- overcooked hot dog in a microwave. <laughs> He's like, it was the most painful fucking thing I've ever dealt with in my entire life. He, and then he said it was like that movie a- a- Alien when the fucking alien's popping out of chest. He's like, that's what I felt like was happening to my dick. And I asked him, I said, did you go to the fucking hospital? He was like, fuck no. I was like, okay then. Yeah, so it, it, supposedly making you last longer is uh, my main interest in it. Because like I said, small D don't last that long. It happens. So that's where my main... Um, main reasoning for wanting to try it would be that just to uh see what happens and hopefully not having the side effects of alien uh dick splitting in half overcooked hot dog (laughs) now james what were you uh what were you trying to say um i feel like i wouldn't want to try it now unless i like need to use it i would probably try it later if i need it like uh if i ever have trouble doing it but the reason i wouldn't want to try it without needing it is because of all the side effects and such and whatnot or whatever like uh like there's crazy side effects for all kinds of menace and like oh you want to take uh pills for your uh throat like your throat hurts but if you take this pill you have, you have a possibility of like bleeding out of your ass like i don't want that like i just want to get rid of my fucking scratchy throat, throat. like <laughs> yeah. i don't yeah that's why i'm just that's why i'm iffy about any medication really i mean i'm not saying that viagra's medication uh, it could be i guess it could be considered medication but i just i don't know i, w- I don't think i'd try it unless i actually needed it well to, that's going, all i think about it going off of that wouldn't you rather try it when you're more healthy because as you get older you become less healthy oh, so the, the side effects are more likely to affect you when you're older than what they are now in theory 
so you would be better off or and again in theory have less of a chance of having some crazy side effect where to like your prostate explodes out of your ass or something you know if you take it now while you're relatively uh, more healthy I've, I've thought about that but uh i i still i don't think i'd try it unless i actually needed it honestly because i don't want to ruin sex like i don't want to like take it and then like it just be awful or it just be the most greatest thing ever and now i want to do it every single time like i just i don't know i don't want to i just don't want to chance it or maybe i like my sex maybe it just fucks up your system to where you you begin to need it and the only way you can achieve an erection after that is by using it (laughs) that's a little serious Uh, hi, I'm uh, hi, I'm uh, I'm James, and I'm addicted to Viagra. I uh, melted down and chewed it up. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right uh, into the end of my dick, and it just gives me a awful. hard boom, just like that. This this one time, many years ago, I completely forgot about this until just now. This one time, many years ago, um, we were cleaning out my friend's garage, and uh, he shared this garage. Well, his uh, family shared this garage with his dad. His dad stored a couple things in the garage, including one of his motorcycles. So we're uh, there's this little like dresser in there, and we're we're clearing the shit out or whatever, and we realize there's stuff in the in the drawers to the dresser, and we find in the drawers to the dresser a bunch of uh, like tri- uh, trial Viagra. We decide that we're I mean these are trial packs, whatever. So we kind of just you know took them. We know whose they were. I mean, we didn't actually consume them, but we we took them um, out of the drawer, and I took some of them they with just me. Found them and took them on spot. I was like, what? no, no, no. So I took I, I uh, brought some of them with me back to my house. I told uh, Larry about the uh, the shit, and he was like, let's try to give it to Ryan without Ryan knowing <laughs> that he consumed it. And I was like, you know, again, this doesn't like just make you hard. He ha- he'll have to become aroused for it to work, and then hopefully he'll get stuck with like a three-hour erection that he can't get rid of, and it'll be super awkward for him. <laughs> so we're trying to figure out a delivery uh, mechanism for giving it to Ryan, and um, he tried uh, melting it down and then putting it like in his drink. Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't melt down. That didn't work. So what we decided to do instead was uh, we were making uh, pizza at this point in time, like actual like homemade pizza rolled out the dough and everything. Ooh. And uh, on Ryan's, uh, one of Ryan's slices, uh, Larry had broken up like the Viagra to where it was like just powder. And he puts it God. on this uh, on this slice of Ryan's pizza underneath the cheese. Like he took a fork, lifted up the cheese, put it all underneath, put the cheese back, smoothed it out the best he could so Ryan couldn't tell <laughs> that the slice was fucked with it or not. So oh Ryan, my God. Ryan eats the other slice first, the non-Viagra slice. And we're all just sitting there bullshitting and eating this pizza. And once he starts eating the the, the piece that has the, uh, the Viagra sprinkled upon it, he's just like, this pizza tastes like fucking shit. <laughs> And my mom's like, God damn, Ryan, thanks. Oh, Jesus Christ, why are you such an ass? He's like, no, it tastes like fucking aspirin. Like, why does this pizza, does anybody else's pizza taste like aspirin? Was I there? Uh, you may have been there, James. I think you I were. I think I remember you guys trying to melt it down and it wouldn't happen. And that's when I was like, oh, because you said something about the pizza. So I think I was there. Yeah, you, you probably But go were, on. You probably were there. So the delivery mechanism didn't exactly work, but we we thought, well, maybe he consumed enough because he didn't, like, necessarily, like, stop eating the piece of pizza right away. Like, he ate a couple, like, bites of it, and he was like, this is just so fucking awful. So we thought, well, maybe... He didn't consume enough then for it to affect him. Yeah, but we were hoping that maybe he did. 
I was like, oh shit, I've seen this fucking porn the other day that um, you'll get a kick out of, Ryan. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, you'll you fucking get a kick out of this. So I went and uh, just pulled up a site on my computer and just showed him these like random clips. I didn't plan out what to show him. And uh, he was like, he just starts complaining. He was like, why, why would he go after her ass when he could have that puss? Look at her puss. And he's just complaining about the porn the whole time. When <laughs> he the- begins critiquing <laughs> it. Like, he doesn't actually begin watching it. He's just, like, sitting there critiquing it. Like, oh, I think the camera shot in this is, like, too blurry. Or it's, it's not at the right angle. The lighting yeah. in this is too poor. <laughs> and, uh... Needless to say, it didn't uh, didn't actually work like uh, like we hoped that it uh, that it would. <laughs> it would. It's ha. still funny though that he like he just was sitting there critiquing it as you were like showing it to him. So there's that, uh, Scott. How do you feel about um, your dick being so rock hard that it feels like it's splitting open like an overcooked hot dog in the microwave? Well, uh, for one for one thing, I wouldn't take two Viagra. If that one, because uh, I just feel like I would just. Uh, what am I trying to say? I, you don't I want feel your dick to feel like the uh, an alien popping out of your chest, but out of your dick. Well, that, but uh, <laughs> I'm just. I feel like it's natural to to just. Uh, I want to say a naturalist is someone else is something else. I think that's political. You know, it's easier just to say I wouldn't even go towards Viagra. So um, you you you're saying basically you wouldn't try it because you just feel like when your body when your dick quits working is basically it's just time you know you're aging your body's saying look it's over bro we had a good run and all but you know it's just well done. yeah because like I remember watching something about a study about the frequency of sex between couples and of course uh, couples what was it like twenty the ages of twenty something or twenty to forty had like high frequency or something like that and like um fifty and above they had like a low frequency. I forget exactly the specific statistics, but they said they basically said it was just like natural that uh, couples in their later years too uh have less sex and i feel like uh when i watched that i felt like uh or i agreed with that uh what they were trying to or what the implications were is that um it's just natural for uh men to uh slow down in their later years you know right uh, well so, have ed one, one of the one of the biggest things that they tell you um, in the commercials, like one of the main points that they try to bring across, aside from the, if you're rich and it lasts longer than four hours thing, aside from that, one of the biggest points they try to bring across is if you use uh, medication for your heart to not use Viagra. One of, well, one of the teachers I had back in college, he was also a uh, EMT, so mm-hmm. he rode on an ambulance, and uh, he was like, you know, if somebody thought they were having like a heart attack or they thought that it could possibly be anything heart attack related, if it was a guy, one of the things I asked him, like, are you using Viagra or Cialis or anything like that? And most of the guys would be like, no. Oh, no, no, I don't need that. Like, my dick works just fine, thank you. And they're like, okay, because if you're having a heart attack and we shoot you with this shit, the nitrate or whatever, um, and you are lying to us and you are using Viagra, it could kill you. On the- <laughs> It could kill you. And they're like, well, I mean, you know, like... Uh, I have like you you know like used it you know before and, yeah like, you know and they're like are you are you on like right now like within the x amount of time have you had this in your system because if they hit them with that nitrate it could possibly kill them 
on the spot. And so that is a little bit a little bit a uh, little bit dangerous, I guess, when when you take it to uh, you know that level. Yeah. So anybody else got anything else on Viagra? Drunk sex is great. Never done it. <laughs> Drunk sex should be the only time you should have sex. I've never done it. So. Hey, we shitty shows seem to make. Tons of money. I mean, how many yes. fucking seasons yeah. has the goddamn ba- the Bachelorette been running? I mean, and those shows are Jesus. still going strong. Now, like reality shows. reality shows, like when they first started, a lot of them were actually weren't that bad. You know what I mean? And then now it's to the point to where they're just a shell of their former selves. You know what I mean? Like, like Survivor is the perfect example. Example. Wow. <laughs> and. uh... The show wasn't that bad when when it first started out, but now it's just so like it's still it's still on as far as as far as I know. I've seen commercials for like a year mm-hmm. last year or something. If you really want to bring the views back to Survivor, just mount some fucking cameras on some trees and like hidden cameras throughout the island, and literally just dump the people on the island. No camera crew. Give mm-hmm. them some. Give them some. Well, ha- give them some. I thought hand. you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say you should. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You really want to? No. Be- Watching Survivor again, like begin encouraging cannibalism and shit. <laughs> if you don't get voted off, people pick whether they should eat you or not. What are you trying to I say? I got Scott? a better idea. Why don't? Why don't? What? Uh, how about uh, take Mike's idea with all the the hidden cameras and whatnot, but get all the like uh, survival experts uh, to like be on the island, like uh, Les Stroud from Survivor Man and. What was his name? Bear Grylls from uh, uh, Man vs. Wild, and then uh, whoever no, the I, I fuck else. No, I think it survives the longest. It, no, it kind that kind of defeats yeah. defeats the purpose because they're they're experts. Yeah, because they're professionals. It, I'm, I'm kind of saying something like. Um, but you can spice it up where it's like they have to beat the shit out of each other or something like that. You know, they I'm have kinda, to go uh, tribal. I'm kind of saying something like Naked and Afraid, right? To where they have the they they film a lot of oh. their own shit, but they but but they have um they have a camera crew as well. But I'm just saying eliminate the camera crew altogether. Just have like a a live feed going to somewhere to where they're not that far away. You know what I mean? It take them like five minutes to get to them. Like if if somebody like fell and broke their mm-hmm. leg and had like a compound fracture or whatever, that they would be able to like get there in less than five minutes. You know what I mean? Like helicopter, fucking where wherever they are. That that would be the mo- because straight up survival situation. Don't give them anything. They don't have any other fucking human reaction other than their who on the their island the island with or whatever. Oh, and be like, yeah, you got you got to survive instead of for like thirty days or whatever it is. Like you got to survive for like three months or whatever. Here you go. That's every time I hear it, have I have a show of, like that called uh, "Dude, You're Screwed." Mm-hmm. Where oh, it's just go ahead. Uh, Either one of you. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go first because um, I was but speaking first. <laughs> I think you guys should. Um, I think uh, Scott, you uh, should come into Greg's room, and you guys should fist fight over who goes first. The reason why I say Greg's room is I think it's you that's causing the white noise. So I want Greg's better sound quality while you guys fist fight. Uh, Might be. No. (laughs) In fact. Well, Scott has a shitty ass tiny, like, piece of shit laptop. So, I mean. To the death. No, I don't think it's. Go in there and tell him. Go in there and tell him to his face. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Scott knows knows he has a shitty laptop. Scott knows he has a shitty laptop. He's I got saving one up too. to get. Oh, it's not a laptop. It's a fucking crap top. Okay, now all of that uh, aside, what were you guys gonna say? Um, yeah, well, uh, I was gonna say, every time I hear of naked and afraid or think about it or whatever, it always sounds like it's one of those 
fake reality shows from one of the Grand Theft Auto games. Like, it's like the fact that it's yeah, an actual yeah. reality show blows my fucking mind. It's like, a, somebody no, actually yeah. went into a boardroom. Obviously, actually, they had to have been doing mass, like, Tony Montana amount of cocaine or something. They just come into a boardroom and be like, okay, we're going to have this show. It's like Survivor, but there are no camera crews and everybody's naked. And <laughs> for some reason, the executives are just like, print that shit. <laughs> it's actually two, uh, only two people. And there is a camera crew, but... Um... They just like most of it's filmed by the uh, by the people participating in. There's a man and a woman that have never met before, and they they meet when they meet each other. They're already butt ass naked. So and, I and guess they, they're scored well, at the end. Project nudity. It's it, actually, well, there. Yeah, there's a there's a whole like uh, their survival uh, survival fucking score or whatever. Yeah, but it's actually really not that bad of a show. I've watched some episodes. Normally I'll watch them if the if the female is hot, but if she's not hot, then I don't really watch it. <laughs> Even though you can't see anything, it's blurred yeah, out. You know what I mean? A good but reason, you know? yeah. but uh, I just like to use just... my imagination. And that does it for another episode of Thirty Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts Scott, Greg, and James. Don't forget you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, on Android, YouTube, all of that shit. And uh, you can donate to us on PayPal using the email address in the description: Thirty Minutes of Mayhem at gmail dot com. And uh, I hope that uh, you guys have enjoyed this episode and that it was more sophisticated than what you got from last week. If you can hear people yelling in the background right now, I apologize. But hopefully it was all worth it for you. And uh, that's it. Later, fellas. (laughs) 